It's 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, kissing up to China. Uh, Plan words. Henry Kissinger made a surprise visit to meet with the Chinese defense minister in Beijing. According to the defense ministry there, Minister Li Shangfu said friendly communication between China and the U.S. had been destroyed because, in his words, some people in the United States did not meet China halfway. Kissinger said he's a friend of China in the readout. This meeting, a secret meeting between the 100-year-old Kissinger and the defense minister there, comes nearly 52 years after Kissinger made a secret trip to China in July of 1971. That opened the door for President Richard Nixon to normalize relations with China in 1972, which not coincidentally coincided with China joining the World Economic Forum and beginning its ascent to global economic superpower and the hollowing out of America's manufacturing base. Those things are not independent of one another. While Kissinger made this surprise visit, uh, John Kerry, the U.S. climate envoy, met with Chinese officials to discuss how the two countries can cooperate on confronting the climate crisis. Um, My guess is that Kerry's Chinese counterparts basically said, you do whatever you need to do to reduce your carbon output and we'll keep doing what we're doing for the Chinese economy, by which they mean continuing to burn coal to generate electricity for the growing economy there. Anyway, Kissinger's visit had not been publicized, but um, it is a question as to whether Kissinger was there on behalf of the United States or the World Economic Forum. Actually, that's not much of a question. Of course, Kissinger was there on behalf of the World Economic Forum. He is first, last, and always a globalist. Topic number four, the Middle East. United States sending more military assets to the region. On Friday, last Friday, we heard the U.S. would send more F-16s. Over the weekend, another report said the U.S. was sending a guided missile destroyer through the Suez Canal. Canal. USS Thomas Hudner arrived in the Middle East on July 14th, supporting 5th Fleet operations there. More reports on Tuesday of the U.S. sending additional warplanes to the region. Now, bear in mind, the U.S. has already sent F-22s and A-10 Warthogs to the uh, region and has overflown the Middle East with the B-52, the nuclear-capable heavy bomber. But the decision to keep releasing these details is clearly a message aimed at Iran and Russia. The latest announcement that the U.S. is sending the F-35 to the region, and this will help defend U.S. interests and ensure freedom of navigation. Obviously, this is a reference to securing the Persian Gulf and the Gulf of Oman. Iran has in the past targeted ships in there, even hijacked oil tankers. The overall question is whether Iran and Russia are actually deterred. The increase in planes, or at least the public claims that there are now F-16s deployed in the region and F-35s on the way, um, should send a a message to Moscow and Tehran. It's probably not coincidental that this announcement follows the announcement last Friday that the U.S. is sending 3,000 U.S. Army reservists to Eastern Europe to bolster NATO's eastern flank against Russia. Once again, we are seeing assets positioned for the outbreak of a wider regional war than the proxy war taking place now in Ukraine. Topic number three, abortion and the military. As long as we're speaking about the military, uh, the White House says that it is the Pentagon's, and I'm going to use their words now, the Pentagon's sacred obligation, sacred obligation to help troops in the U.S. military get abortions. Sacred obligation. 
which God are you referring to? Uh, abortion restrictions in states like Alabama, Missouri, elsewhere, you can see the states in the, uh, on the map behind me shaded where uh, states have restricted or are banning abortions altogether, except in certain circumstances. Uh, according to a White House spokesperson, John Kirby, this is having an impact on morale in the U.S. military. This comes as uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville of Alabama is blocking hundreds of senior military appointments in protest of a Pentagon policy of paying for troops to travel to states where abortion is legal. In other words, putting it on the U.S. taxpayer's dime to fund travel for abortions. Tuberville says he's not going to back down unless the Defense Department scraps its policy. John Kirby said that for an all-volunteer service, abortion was part of the contract between military leaders and the men and women who signed up to serve criticizing Republicans blocking the Pentagon's abortion policy and saying that the U.S. military will lose talent if access to abortion is limited. Perhaps this is the kind of talent the U.S. military can do without. Topic number two, RFK Jr. Robert F. Kennedy Jr., um, the subject of a uh, what is becoming now a familiar tactic from the corporate media, over the weekend, the New York Post reporting, and I quote, Democratic presidential candidate Robert F. Kennedy Jr. dished out wild COVID-19 conspiracy theories this week during a press event at an Upper East Side restaurant, claiming the bug was a genetically engineered bioweapon that may have been ethnically targeted to spare Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese people, end quote. Um, what, what Kennedy said and I quote now from the article, and bear in mind, this was supposed to be an off-the-record, you know, Chatham House Rules type event. People attending were not supposed to report on what happened at the event. And of course, word got out, was published by the New York Post. Kennedy reportedly said, COVID-19, there is an argument that it is ethnically targeted. COVID-19 attacks certain races disproportionately. COVID-19 is targeted to attack Caucasians and black people. The people who are most immune are Ashkenazi Jews and Chinese, end quote. Now, this was interpreted to mean by the author of the piece that it was a bioweapon, an engineered bioweapon. It's not quite what Kennedy said. Kennedy was pointing to a peer-reviewed paper that simply shows that certain people with certain genetic characteristics are less, less susceptible to COVID-19 than others. This is a scientific fact that's been widely accepted for years. In fact, there are other diseases that attack certain races, certain ethnicities, rather, more, uh, more uh, frequently than others. This is not being racist, and Kennedy did not suggest that this had been engineered. I mean, the idea that the Chinese and Jews worked together to target the world is kind of laughable. Israel locked down harder than just about any place on planet Earth, and Israeli scientists were working frantically to develop a, a vaccine they didn't get there as quickly as Moderna and Pfizer, of course. But um, what Kennedy was doing was warning of the dangerous ability of viruses to attack certain genetic traits. And there are probably militaries that have been working on such bioweapons in secret around the world. I don't think that is a, a controversial statement to make. And yet the way it was taken and portrayed in the media has led to Kennedy's own family going publicly to social media, his sister, his nephew, publicly disavowing the statements and denouncing 
Robert F. Kennedy Jr., for these statements, which were taken out of context by the New York Post. This lie traveled around the world almost instantly, published in the corporate media around the world. Why? Because RFK Jr., A, poses a threat to Joe Biden's re-election, and B, poses a threat to Big Pharma, the military-industrial complex, and we might consider whether the CIA would like to see RFK Jr. in the White House, considering the public statements he's made about um, their culpability in the deaths of his father and uncle. After the way the press has gone after Donald Trump since 2016, seeing this kind of an attack on Robert F. Kennedy Jr., whose politics I don't agree with, but I do see what's happening here with the corporate media, and you should too. Coming up, money is the root of all kinds of evil, the Bible tells us, but not always. I'll explain next on 5 and 10. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to make sure you know how you can get your copy of this incredible new book in the John Clash special offer. When you order the John Clash special offer, you'll receive his brand new book, The Law of Attraction, A Gateway Drug to Spiritual Heroin. This phenomenal new work challenges the very validity of the dangerous Luciferian, heavily popularized ideology that false teachers and gurus describe as the law of attraction. In this book, John also uses a solid biblical framework to debunk the so-called scientific selling points that the law of attraction is predicated on. But that's not all. You'll also receive the amazing DVD, Beyond Supernatural, that features off-the-record interviews with popular former New Age author and speaker Stephen Vancars, where he details his long history and involvement with the New Age and shares his personal testimony of deliverance through Jesus Christ. And as a bonus, this DVD also includes the entire original Skywatch TV five-part series on the second coming of the New Age. Also included in this must-have special offer, the two-part DVD, Occultianity, how the end times church is forming now in preparation of Antichrist, where Donna Howell and Allie Anderson walk you step-by-step through how a silent, complacent church is inadvertently laying the foundation for the bloodiest cult that the world has ever seen. All of these items hold a retail value of $75, yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling, so don't delay. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special offer. You can also visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the John Clash special offer right now. Item number one today, you can't buy happiness, but perhaps by combining your resources, you can at least budget for it, or at least mitigate the unhappiness that money can bring. Um, It turns out that your grandparents' rather old-fashioned ideas about pooling your resources when you get married, joint accounts, and all of that was actually a pretty good idea. Um, A really interesting new study, not likely to make feminists happy. The study randomly assigned newlywed couples joint bank accounts, and separate bank accounts. So again, the people did not self-select in this study. They were randomly assigned, okay? You, you, and you, joint accounts, you, you, and you, separate bank accounts. And at the end of two years, they found that people with joint accounts tended to be happier than those with separate accounts. Sharing an account, to put it, at the risk of putting too fine a point on it, sharing 
financial accounts, bank accounts, was a major factor in the happiness of the couples. Most couples reported feeling less happy in their marriages, but if the couple shared a bank account, they generally became happier as a couple. This strongly suggests being on the same page financially is a major factor in the success of the marriage. So, young people, listen to your elders, husband and wife, trust, sharing your resources, one of the secrets to happiness. Skywatch TV depends on your support to do what we do, and it's not these daily reports. It is the work we do at Whispering Ponies Ranch and the use of those miniature horses as therapy animals for children in foster care for teens at risk through our partner, partner ministries in Royal Family Kids, Teen Reach, and elsewhere. We work to do what we do to raise the funds so that Royal Family Kids, Teen Reach, don't have to pay us a dime. And that's only made possible by your support. During the month of July, for your gift of any amount to Skywatch TV, we will send you as our thanks, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, a copy of Carl Gallup's wonderful book, Glimpses of Glory. It reads like a novel. What would it have been like to be there when Jesus performed his miracles, when he was arrested by the Romans, betrayed by Judas, betrayed by his friends? Find out. I'm honored to write the foreword to this book, and we'll send you a copy if you're in if you're in the U.S. or Canada for your donation of any amount during the month of July. Find out more at our website, skywatchtv.com. Look for the red donate button, or call us toll free eight four four seven five zero four nine eight five. And thank you for your support. This week on Skywatch TV, we're talking about the law of attraction. If you've not heard of it, it's I, it's kind of a mind over matter. New Age belief, the idea that you can literally change your reality by thinking really, really hard about something. Positive thoughts will change your reality. Well, I'm sorry, that's not the way reality works. But this is a belief that's wormed its way into the modern-day church. John Clash, author of a new book called The Law of Attraction, joins us on Skywatch TV this week. Don't miss the broadcast. Our schedule of over-the-air programs, broadcasts, is at skywatchtv.com slash channels. You can watch it right now at skywatchtv.com. All of our video content is always there. If you've got Roku or Apple TV, make sure you've got our uh, Skywatch TV app for your set-top box. It's free. We've got instructions on how to do that at the website. Or you can check us out online, our YouTube or Rumble channels right here. Or better yet, download our mobile app to your smartphone or tablet. It is free, available for iOS, Android, and Amazon Kindle Fire phones and tablets. It brings all of our content directly to you, bypassing the gatekeepers of big tech. Also, important news updates three times a week, calendar of upcoming events, and more right in the palm of your hand. And uh, we've got instructions on how to add that app to your device posted at skywatchtv.com. You'll find the link in the top menu bar at our website. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.